0: So at the market I had on Sunday, had the weirdest, most rude interaction with a customer I've ever had. Oh, no. Yeah, they walked up. and make these like dinner triangles, you know, like a dinner triangle. Yeah. And the lady walked up. She's like, hey, can I ring this? And I'm like, yeah, sure. And she rings it and she goes, not loud enough. And then just walked away. What the fuck? <laughs> and I was... I was so perplexed, I didn't know what to do, (laughs) stunned into silence, and I'm like, how loud did you think it was gonna be? Tuning in to Gay Space Rocks, a Steven Universe watching podcast where we watch the witch from Mercury. My name is Brian. I use he him pronouns. You can find me on the Internet at Roomware Pod and you can find the podcast on Twitter currently. And maybe I'll get a blue sky. Who fucking knows? I don't know. Uh, at Gay Space Pod with me, as always, uh, is my love struck in proposing to anyone that shows them even a shred of kindness. co host August.
1: Wow, you really got to put me on blast like that? Jesus Christ, Brian. Wow, rude. Um, Hello, I'm August. Uh, I am currently engaged, not to any random person, but to Anya. Um.
0: You had to think real Um. hard about that, uh, it seemed
1: like. I just I couldn't decide how mushy to be. So I decided to just be the facts and nothing but the facts. (laughs) Um, But yes, my name is August. You can find me on Blue Sky at Harpy Dora. You can find me on Twitter at Harpy Dora, uh, although probably not for much longer. And uh, on Tumblr at Strange Harpy. And my pronouns are they them.
0: Um, let's see cartoon news big cartoon news um the Marvel visual effects uh house has voted to unionize so that's pretty sick yep um, da, 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 um something apparently the new trolls movie uh which I guess. This is like the third one of these Trolls movies or some shit like that. But um. yeah, the, the 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 new Trolls movie has like the first original NSYNC song in 20 years. NSYNC got back together and did a thing for this Trolls movie.
1: Jesus Christ. Wait, no. NSYNC has put out... Or was it the Backstreet Boys that the Backstreet has-
0: Boys you're thinking of?
1: Okay, yeah. Damn. That's fucking wild.
0: Truly. <laughs> um, let's see. Not really cartoon news, but Unity's lost its goddamn mind this week.
1: Yeah. Yeah, um, they sure did.
0: So be on the lookout for some of your favorite video games just like maybe disappearing in January. Um Oh, Rebecca Sugar is going to be putting out a new album. Um or EP, it's like six songs, so it's like kind of in the middle. Um but um Rebecca Sugar did like a live stream where they played a lot of music and stuff from Adventure Time and uh, Steven Universe. And then at the end announced that they were doing, well, they had an announcement for a big new project. And, you know, uh, selfishly, August and I were both like, please, new show, please, new show. Though, probably not the best time. uh, In in retrospect, even if they were working on a new show,
1: probably wasn't going to
0: announce one anyways, right?
1: Yeah, that is completely reasonable.
0: Um... Unless it was like some kind of A24 joint or some shit like that, which I don't think. I don't think A24 has done like full on animation yet. But, um. But that looks like it's going to be real cool. Um, I'm trying to think of anything. Anything else in the cartoon news spectrum? Um. Oh, oh, uh, uh, Lauren Bobert <laughs> in, in, in cartoon villain news. Uh, Lauren Bobert, Bobert, however the fuck you pronounce her name, got caught giving her getting felt up at the Beetlejuice and getting, giving her data handy and smoking a vape and being loud, just going full white trash mode at the old Beetlejuice the musical. So that's super fucking cool. Yep, and funny as shit.
1: Stay classy.
0: It's the classiest. Uh. Um. August. Have you watched any cartoon news?
1: Brian, you know what Mm -hmm. the answer to this is going to be. And it's going to be me bringing up my Steam page and telling you exactly how many hours Steam thinks I have in uh, Baldur's Gate.
0: How many is it?
1: Uh. I forgot I closed Steam on this computer. Let me see. Uh, 203.5 hours.
0: Seems like quite a bit.
1: I don't remember how much it was the last time we recorded, but it definitely wasn't that.
0: Yeah. <laughs> a bit more. It's certainly more than it was.
1: Yeah. Um, um. I'm on my second playthrough. I'm playing as Marius. It's really great.
0: The, uh, I'll say, um, have you watched or done anything else? Are you just like lost in the boulders gate pit?
1: Oh, I'm, I'm completely lost in the sauce. Uh, I briefly considered rewatching a Mises blue, uh, just to kind of like pay closer attention to the use of color in it. Mm -hmm. Um, because it's like watching through it the first time, it was very clear that the use of reds and blues is very intentional, but I wasn't really, like, super paying attention to it. I was more just, like, enthralled in general. Hmm. So I kind of want to pay more attention to the visual language of the film. But uh, I didn't get around to it because I thought about it. And then I booted up Baldur's Gate. And then three more weeks passed. Well, not three more <laughs> weeks. It hasn't been three weeks. But you know what I mean.
0: Right. Um, uh, let's see. What have I watched? What have I watched? Um, um, been really digging Fiona and Cake. Um, that show is very good. Um, it might be one of my favorite animated shows that's dropped. Um, in a long ass time. Uh, cause like it's nice to have, like, an, like I said last time, like it, it remains to be like an adult cartoon that is still a fucking cartoon, you know? And it's not, it's not stupid and edgy, but it does still, still like deal with some shit. But like, is just nice. Also, Brian David Gilbert showed up in the most recent episode. So that was pretty cool. Hell yeah. Um. And. Also, we got some like, we got like a cutaway because like, um, in Fiona's world, uh, you know, obviously since everything's like gender flipped in the Fiona and cake world, right? We've got, um, we've got Gary Bubblegum, I guess. I don't know what Gary's last name is, but, uh. Hey, hold on one moment.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Hello? Hey, pretty good. Um, Right now is not like a great time. Can I give you a call back here shortly? All right, thank you. Okay, anyways, but um, since everything is gender flipped, we got all of that. um, we got like some time between like Marshall Lee and Gary um and it was it was pretty cute and fun. and uh, it's nice to hear Donald Glover doing stuff like I like I mean, I know he does stuff, right? like you know, he's got Atlanta and everything too, but it's nice to like see donald glover in there getting uh getting it going um let's see um watched a bunch of youtube shit watched the watched a a a, um a video of the entire story mode for the new mortal kombat game (laughs) uh pretty okay pretty fun continues the sort of, like, time bullshit, um, that's, that's been going on.
1: Okay,
0: okay. Um, let's see. I think that's about it for me it's only been a week so you dear listener it's not been that long since we recorded last time <laughs> so um all right well i guess unless we have something else let's get to it This week, we are watching episodes three and four of Mobile Suit Gundam, The Witch from Mercury, uh, Gule's Pride, An Unseen Trap. Um, Episode, we'll start off with episode three, Gule's Pride. Um, This one episode was uh, directed by Ito... Shinosuke and, uh, Ryo Ando. I would be great if I like practice this, like literally at all. Oh, Rio Ando also did the uh, storyboard for this episode too. <clears throat> um, I wrote my own synopsis because the synopsis, uh, for the wiki are like four pages long. And that's stupid. These are only 30 minute episodes. Um, the episode starts off, uh, with our two protagonists in a space station. Um, uh, Miorine uh, is explaining to Saleta that she has to win the duel. Uh, Saleta is hesitant to do this because uh, what she really wants is to uh, just com- like, complete her list of stuff she wanted to do when she got to school. These things primarily include making friends, coming up with nicknames for those friends, studying in the library, eating on top of the roof, and most importantly, going on dates. Um, uh, Miorine. Kind of chastises Seleta about this, being like, hey, listen, you sex-crazed monster. Uh, like, what's stopping you from going on a date? And uh Seleta's like, Well, I can't cheat on you, that's wrong. <laughs> and Mia Reen's like, I don't give a fuck. We're only fake engaged. I don't really care. We uh then cut to find out that Gule has been given a new uh mobile suit for the impending duel. Um, It has, like, a decision-making AI in it, which he is kind of pissed off about. Uh, We also get to see um, a little bit of Lady Prospera. Um, She is with Gjul's dad, whose name I can never remember. And uh, she has basically, like, she blackmailed him into uh, backing her at the council because she knew about his assassination plot. Um, back on, at the Academy, uh, Suleta is hanging out with Mureen, um, when she is summoned by, I can't ever remember his name, I just call him Creepy Boy, uh, you know, the one, the creepy one. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, he is summoned, uh, summons her to a meeting of the Dueling, uh, Commission, um, and we are beginning to get the most Utenna bullshit that has ever existed. Um here we settle the terms of the duel. Uh the terms here are basically the same as before. Uh for Gul, he is like, uh, I want if I win, I become the holder, and also you're gonna fucking leave the school, and the you know, the aerial will get dismantled. Uh, meanwhile, Seleta, if she wins, she just wants him to apologize to me, um during this meeting uh the tits out i can't i don't know any members of the dueling committee uh they all got weird nicknames so tits out uh uh, starts making fun of uh gul and saletta defends him um gul has never experienced human kindness and he's like hey what's this about and at which point saletta sort of explains her philosophy of the like If you run, you gain one. If you move forward, you gain two. Basically, uh, summarizing it as, like, if you run, then, like, you stay safe and you can live to fight again. But if you stay and you fight, you gain experience, you gain, uh, like, confidence in yourself. You get more out of it by staying and fight even if you lose. Um. Uh, from here, we begin to, um get the battle raging. Uh, the two mobile suits are shipped off to the, the the battlefield and, uh, we get the fucking dueling valve because this show is not subtle about its influences. (laughs) Um, the dueling valve, I believe goes, um, the competition is not won by the strength of the mobile suit, nor by the, uh, skill of the pilot alone. The result is the result and the only truth. I believe it's something like I'm pretty close at least.
1: Yeah, something like that.
0: Um. During the duel, the AI system in Guel's mech basically takes over, rendering him kind of useless in there. Um. And also, his dad rigs the, um, the heat suppression system to begin raining. This functionally cancels out the Ariel's beam weaponry, pushing this into, like, a, uh, a close range, hand-to-hand combat fight. Um reen who is kind of backing up uh, uh, Saletta during this fight, goes to Creepy Boy and is like, hey, motherfucker, this is obviously cheating. And he goes, well, yeah, but, like, also being able to cheat good is kind of the point of the fucking thing that we do. Like, it's all part of your strengths and resources. So if you want it fucking dealt with, deal with it. Um. To which uh, Myurin, uh fucks off to go deal with that. Um... The she uh, informs Saleta that she needs to hold on while she does this uh, stealing like kind of like a basically a ball um, and going and hunting down the two asshole girls, the mean girls, which they will henceforth be known as um, and uh, shutting down the water. As soon as the water system is taken out, um, the aerial immediately has an advantage, easily overwhelming the A.I., uh, Ghul's dad berates him, uh, but at this, Gul becomes enraged, bypassing his AI and taking control of the mech himself, uh, where he immediately starts pushing the aerial and Saleta to their limits. Um, she is, uh, through the power of friendship and not wanting to disappoint her wife, uh, Saleta is able to finally knock the antenna off of Gul's mech um, and uh, wins the battle. Uh, in a victory stupor, she's overwhelmed by everybody sending her messages of congratulations, uh, and talking with Mirin, who, for the, like, basically the first time in the series, is actually happy about something, uh, here, Saleta tries to, like, sneak in a nickname for Mirin, which goes over like a lead balloon, uh, then she notices Gjul climbing out of her mech, uh, she goes to Gjul and she apologizes to him, saying that she underestimated him and that he was really strong, Gule, overwhelmed by the fact that a single human being has shown him true actual kindness, uh, immediately drops to his knees and tries to propose just to Soleda. Star wipe the end.
1: Yeah, he really is just a wet dog of a man, huh?
0: Truly, like, uh, truly, like he is just like the he is a, a broken little little guy. He's having a bad time.
1: Yeah. Yeah, he's, uh, he's got, I I don't know why he would be having a bad time. He's got such a loving and supportive family. Uh-huh. Um, you know, he doesn't have any sort of external societal pressures. Um, he's definitely not, you know, being set up, uh, for this at all. Like, it's, it's really just baffling to me why he <laughs> would be having a bad time. Um, I do I do deeply enjoy uh Suleta's characterization throughout this episode though. Yeah. Um just uh especially especially at the beginning when she's just like, you know, I can't date if I get married. Just <laughs> just girl, girl, your priorities.
0: She just wants to be a normal teenager
1: which is completely fair but also consider that you know being a teenager just fucking sucks.
0: Yeah. Um, like maybe you don't want to be a teenager. Listen, I'm just telling you. Like you could yeah. uh it's not like Miraine is the like uh the world's most supportive fiance.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> Emotionally stunted Mirene. <laughs> um the The interactions between them are just fucking hilarious. I love these two. Mm -hmm. They're very wholesome. I mean, I also really like, like, I like that they do think, like, they're very much setting her up as our, like, white meat baby face, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Like, she stands up for Gjul when he's getting made fun of. Because she's like, listen, he's, he is brave enough to come out here and fight. Why are you talking shit? You know what I mean?
2: Mm Mm-hmm.
0: And... Um, I also like the couple of cutaways that we get to, like, kind of setting up Earth House ahead of time. Of uh, them just, like, watching the fight and Choo Choo being like, yeah, kick this Spacian's ass. And then the other guy being like, she's she's also from space? What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: We'll talk about that more later.
0: Yes, yes. Um, The... Uh, the real problem with this episode is that it's like a much very much the battle rages. Yeah. Um, which isn't bad because the animation in the episode's good. Like the fight scene is good. It's um, very good. I like the way that they fight. I like that the um oh, what is the name of uh Gules mech? The Dromader.
1: Uh, I don't know. I'm completely lost because I don't get captions.
0: That's fair. Um, the, I was watching the first time I watched it, I watched it with the subs, but the second time I watched it when I was writing the summary, I watched it with, uh, the English voice acting so I could like type and type and watch at the same time. hmm Um, I, I don't necessarily, like, I, I implore you to watch like at least a full episode in just the- the Japanese voice acting. Cause like I like the characterization of Miren a lot better with the Japanese voice actor.
2: Mm-hmm. She's just
0: like more cold, and I like that. <laughs> She's like she comes off more like Asuka and in in the Japanese voice acting. Fair. So um but yeah, like I like that his mech has like basically the its gimmick is that it has a bunch of different arms. That it can just, like, attach to do different shit. Which is a pretty fun mech gimmick. And also, like, there's a solid chance that if he... Like, if... If he was doing that shit from the jump, that he probably... Like, especially when the water thing happened. Like, you'll probably could have overwhelmed Saleta by himself.
1: Yeah. But, I mean, that's, that's the whole point, though, isn't it? Mm-hmm. It's just, like, you know, his family doesn't have any faith in him so
0: yeah he doesn't have the power of friendship he doesn't have the power of friendship and wanting to date real bad yeah so um obviously we're setting gul up for like fucking face turn too. like
1: oh yeah
0: uh, ultimate like okay we gotta defeat him twice um the second time he he's got to, you know he he's got to cast off all this bullshit for his honor and all that jazz. So we we fully firmly like loaded the ghoul gun and 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 shot <laughs> like got that bullet ready to go. Mm-hmm. Um, I like the little scene at the like after she defeats ghoul where they like. The like Suleta trying to try out the like the nickname thing and Mirren being like absolutely fucking not. No. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. It's it's very good. It's very sweet. Uh Suleta continues to be just adorable.
0: Mm-hmm. Yule is a wet dog. Soleta is just a dog. <laughs> golden retriever vibes
1: fluffy Mm -hmm. just big fluffy maybe maybe big fluffy Samoyed vibes Mm -hmm. but yeah like her characterization throughout this episode is is just consistently really good especially with the way that she chooses to interact with both Mirine and and Gjol um Especially just she pretty consistently I like the way that she's portrayed as frequently cowering, uh, yeah, but still doing things anyway,
0: right. like she gets scared and she'll cower down, but she's like her overwhelming urge to like do the right thing wins out ninety percent of the
1: time, yeah. Yeah, and it's it's a, a nice it's a nice uh, divergence from you know your stereotypical like shonen protagonist who's just like you know all you know pure of heart and fiery determination just uh completely ignoring the odds that kind of thing. It's like Saletta's is, is a lot more grounded while still having that going for her. Mm-hmm. And I mean I know I know Gundam isn't, you know, strictly like a shonen anime or whatever, but you know, it's it's more closely tied to the shonen genre than not. Right. So
0: Yeah, i I mean, it definitely is, and I mean there's a lot of a lot of them that are much closer to the Shonen genre. Um hell, there's fucking G Gundam, um, mm-hmm. which is a fight anime. Um, I feel like this is like because I kind of know where stuff is going, but it's definitely the show is definitely kind of setting it up like, oh, yeah, this is like a shonen fight anime. And, you know, like, I know. I
1: mean, it, it's it's not going to stay that way, but oh, it's no. Still- yeah.
0: And they're going to like just like fucking come sideways at you, too. Like when you're least expecting it. Boom. Here's some war crimes. Let's go. <laughs> mm hmm. Yeah.
1: But it's just um you know, it's nice to see the ways in which it honors certain conventions and subverts others with yeah. regards to Suleta and, like, her role in the story and, and things like that. Um, so, it's, like I said, I just, I really appreciate her characterization in this episode. Also, the dual song still fucking slaps.
0: Yeah. Sick as fuck. Um... I like that uh, Seleta does not know the, like, (laughs) the little Val thing. Uh, She'll get better at it as she goes. But, like, I like how they're, like, it definitely, like, I also like how they're, like, playing with the Utena tropes. But, like, they're not doing a one-for-one recreation of it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Because, like, Seleta could not be any different from, like, fucking Utena. Yeah. Like, they're, like, polar opposite characters.
1: Outside of, like, the
0: righteous want to do the right thing sort of deal.
1: I still think Suleta is what would happen if Wakaba got put in Utena's body for a day. Right. (laughs) But, um, yeah, it's it's good to see that heritage, but it's not, like, a slavish reproduction to Mm -hmm. Utena. But, you know, the DNA is so clearly there. Yeah, most of my notes were just about Suletta's characterization this episode. Right. Uh, other than, other than, wow, cool robot, but.
0: um, Yeah, let's go ahead. If you don't, let's go ahead and jump over to episode four and then we'll kind of talk about them because like episode four has a lot more character meat to talk about. This one has yeah. has a lot of character stuff, but also it's got the fight.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: it's got the mech fight and the mech fight takes up a large portion, like literally half the episode. So, yeah. And you can only be like, it's cool. So many times.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: OK. Moving on to episode four. Unseen trap. Um, This one was. Why doesn't it have the director's info? What the fuck? You had one job, Wiki. What the actual fuck? Well, I'll figure it out. <laughs> I guess I'm not going to I'm not going to try and hunt it down right now.
1: Uh, so mm-hmm. Um let's see. It was directed by uh, Shoji Ikeno, uh written by Ichiro uh, Okuchi. And storyboarded by Susumu Nishizawa.
0: Okay, thank you. Where'd you find that?
1: Wikipedia. Not like the... uh, Okay. Not like the fandom wiki, but Wikipedia itself. Okay.
0: Uh, Maybe I'll just start using actual Wikipedia. Sorry, just like, normally the fandom wiki has all that shit listed. Yeah. It's weird that it doesn't. Like, that's kind of part of its job. Anyways... um. The, the episode picks up right where we left off with Yule proposing to Saletta. Uh Everybody is shocked by this because I guess the cameras are still still loading or uh, running and, uh, Sal- um, and Saleta launches an entirely new meme where uh, she not only says no to a man, but she runs away <laughs> to a man proposing to her by getting into a mech and flying away. Uh, afterwards in class, uh Mirin gives uh Saletta a new uniform, and then uh Gjul shows up or Gul's harem, it seems like. I don't know what's going on. Some uh fans of Gules shows up uh to to uh to accost Suleta. Uh Gjul scares them off um and says to Seleta, Hey, listen, you know I was just joking when I proposed to you, right? It wasn't serious, I wasn't being serious i would never propose to anyone like you oh hey mirin uh by the way uh i apologize and so he does the apologies fulfilling his um his terms of the duel and uh once again reiterating that he was just messing around it wasn't serious don't you fucking worry about it um uh we now finally get to see what actually happens at this school Um, which is that basically it's a training facility broken up into a a bunch of different parts for seemingly the military. It's like a military industrial complex training facility, because not only do you have uh, mech pilots being trained as well as support staff for those mech pilots. But as we will come to learn, there's also like a track for like the business of selling and developing mechs and shit like that. Um... Seleta is supposed to take an exam where you you go through like a little uh, training course. uh, But she immediately fails because she doesn't have any friends, thus fulfilling the uh, nightmare of most high schoolers in the world. Um, uh, After her is Earth House, uh, where we are finally introduced to Choo Choo. Um, she is kind of the pilot for Earth House. Uh, she's the the girl with the big pink uh puffball hair. Uh, during her run, uh, she is uh pranked by some like slow acting interference spray on her visuals. Um, and she is pranked by some shitty space girls. Uh, and she also fails the assignment. Afterwards, we find Celera trying to recruit people to her team, but no one really wants to go against like Guel's family. Um, where she bumps into Mika, Uh, Mika is the girl who she took the data pad from, I believe, in, like, episode one or two, and, uh, is also kind of, like, the, like, head of logistics for Earth House. Um, she asks Mika if she could run ops for her, uh, but Mika says, no, I can't, because I'm doing it for Choo Choo, uh, but I think some people who might help, uh, we are then introduced to the rest of Earth House, who, for some reason, have livestock. Uh, Earth House is, uh, they are all people who are from Earth. They are looked down upon because of space capitalism. Um, It's a very, it's not a very subtle show. (laughs) Um, Earth House is reluctant at first to help her, but Mika is like, hey, listen, give Saleta a chance. She's not a space racist. Uh, everyone seems real chill about this until Choo Choo arrives, uh, cause she hates racists and she also hates fascists and she's a queen and, uh, we stand Choo Choo here in this house. Um, dejected, uh, Saletta goes, uh, to sulk, um, but she is approached by Creepy Boy. Uh, Creepy Boy offers to help, um, help her and also like offers Saletta a place in his house. Um, uh, but Miorin shows up and is like, nah, nah, not this fucking guy. Cause like all these motherfuckers are all trying to just get to me through you. He's just using you like everybody the fuck else. Also, why didn't you ask me? I'm your goddamn wife. Um, they, uh, go back to, uh, Miorin's room, which is also kind of a, 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 a uh, greenhouse. Um, the my uh notes messed up and they called i was like shortening everybody's name for brevity's sake and uh it auto corrected uh, miri which is what i was calling uh mirin to yuri so you this know this
1: too is yuri <laughs>
0: um she lives by herself uh she has no house um but she says that she is capable of playing both mechanic and spotter for um for Suleta uh we also get a quick transition scene of the shitty space girls um oh wait sorry we get a scene of what's happening on earth along with a sign that kind of kind of encapsulates everything that says spacey spaceian capitalism kills um then a number of mobile suits basically uh like think there's a lot of unrest on earth because of like unfair labor practices um, there's a protest happening where a bunch of fucking mobile suits uh, open suppressing fire onto a crowd of civilians. It's gas, but still pretty goddamn fucking brutal the scene. Um And uh we then cut to um We cut to Choo Choo, who is talking to her brothers, uh, showing that she's like kind of like a big softy who's there trying to. To make all, like, all her family's kind of pinned all of its hopes and dreams on on Choo Choo, uh, doing well, um, but she is worried about them because of the, uh, increasing escalations of, uh, tension on Earth. Uh, we get a quick scene of the Shady Space Girls, um, uh, sabotaging Suletta's mech, um, So uh, then uh, right before the exam, Saleta and show run into the space house people, uh, to which Choo Choo is a big fucking uh, big meanie to them. Um, Mirin says some privileged white people shit uh, that immediately gets kind of shut down by this fucking show. Um, And uh, then we proceed to the exam. Uh, the exam is going well until obviously the same thing that happened to Choo Choo earlier happens to Saleta. Um, she fails, uh, but because it's a makeup exam, you can basically kind of, like, infinitely retry until you give up, it would seem. Um, making me wonder why they didn't just do that on the day of, but whatever. (laughs) Um... So she runs the exam over and over and over and over again. And, like, um, they keep failing, but their time is improving until finally they get to the second part of the exam. Uh, Mirin rushes out and is getting Saletta, uh locked and loaded. And it seems like everything's going to actually go gay this time. But then Saletta runs out and she fails again. Um, uh, it's at this point that Choo Choo notices the, the, um, the shitty space girl's uh laughing and everything and Mirene is like hey we got to get back to going and Sletta has a full fucking breakdown uh she's like i'm not i can't do this i'm not good enough i'm not like i, I you know i'm not capable um at this point uh Mirene reminds Saleta like why she's here that that mar like she wants to open that school on mercury that everybody is counting on her that she needs to like get her fucking head in the game and get back on that fucking starting line. Um, at this point, the space, shady space girls have said some mean shit. And, uh, Choo Choo has had enough. Uh, Choo Choo walks up to the, uh, shady space girls and I think kills one of them. Uh, (laughs) just punches them. One of them so hard. She dies immediately. Uh, and then one V twos, these two space fucking girls. Um, Seletta gets out of her mech to try and break up the fight, to which she receives a punch to the fucking face as well. Um, at the end, they're going to get a different day to ba- basically do the uh, makeup exams again. Um, and, uh, um, uh, oh, what's her name? Um, Maki, right?
1: Maki, yeah, 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 I Maki, so. yeah.
0: yeah I, I forgot Maki's name uh maki invites seleta to join earth house uh chuchu is about to um about to protest this but then maki gives her the eyes uh and chuchu relents um saying that uh well if i might be a first year but i'm still your senior uh storms off everybody's happy star wipe the end
1: You ever just been in a social situation so awkward you had to nope out of it in a fucking Gundam?
0: Yeah, true. It's so, like, when that episode premiered, that, like, gif was all over the fucking Twitter.
1: <laughs> God. It's good shit. It's such good shit. And the immortal words of Deshera's if it sucks, hit the bricks.
0: Truly.
1: Um... Yeah, so we get some good class politics in this episode. Mm-hmm. Um, I was I was kind of side eyeing it a little bit because I could have done with a little less. Uh, doing that makes you know better than your oppressors. Yeah, but uh, I don't
0: necessarily know. I don't know where the show's opinion of that comes down on, because like they don't really like by the end of this. I don't think Choo Chu likes like Mirene anymore. But like she realizes that Soleta, even though like she's a spaceian, she like comes from this like like she comes from the same working class. Like Soleta is yeah. from the same class, like has the same level of class consciousness as as Choo Chu does. And I feel like it's more yeah. solidarity between workers and less like I think I think Chu Chu is still fuck you Mirene, you goddamn capitalist pig. <laughs> like
1: Yeah. Yeah, like, um, I definitely think that, you know, when it comes down to it, the show is very much along the lines of, you know, just because somebody has privilege in one aspect doesn't mean that you can't have solidarity with them mm-hmm. in other aspects. Because, like, yeah, Suleta is technically a space-noid, because I think we decided that space oh, yeah sounded yeah, yeah, more yeah, entertaining. Yeah. Uh, Suleta is a space-noid, so, you know... That would typically put her in opposition to to Choo Choo and Earth House, but because she is coming from a more disadvantaged place, she has more in common with Earth House than she does with anybody else there and you know that's how people need to to realize you know you're you have more in common with somebody who's way different than you than you do with a fucking billionaire
2: yeah
0: exactly cuz like cuz they explained that like mercury is a mining colony like yes. and so it's not like um you know they are not like sipping champagne on mercury i mean fuck like they explain very uh very Cause like the show is also kind of weird. Like they explain this even in the prologue, right? Like it's the same shit. I think the show is fundamentally thinks that like thinks this, like that the, like there is no war, but class war. I, you know, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Cause like, why is the gun to program even existing? It's to help workers in space, which means that there's a yeah. fundamental like class, divide even in space which is even further exasperated by space but it really feels like the billionaires put pitting people against each other sort of situation
1: yeah absolutely
0: <laughs> so um that the also, oh yeah go on no you go oh yeah i was just gonna say the riot scene is fucking brutal yeah
1: yeah, I was about to I was about to say something similar like the love the commentary on the militarization of of police and like yeah ostensibly, they're using non-lethal tactics, but they're still doing it from a fucking mobile suit. like, yeah, you know, you see you see how close it you know it comes to just fucking stepping on people. you know, you step on the car, the car explodes. you know, none of that is non-lethal. like it's just the veneer of niceness exactly. um, but it's it's portrayed. Like, you know, the, the diegetic news shows are very clearly, you know, taking the, you know, towing the party line. But, you know, what we see as the audience, we see it for the the grungy, awful thing that it is.
0: Right. And like the 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 reason why I think the show doesn't believe what Meereen says is because like the fundamental problem that the like the thing that the Earthians want are the means of production. Mm-hmm. Like, that's the thing that they want. They just want the factories that they labor inside of. Yep. Um, so, like, I really think that the show... And, I mean, also because I've watched more of the show, right? Um, because, like, Mireen, We kind of set up where Meereen's arc is. Like, she's got to get off her fucking high horse. Yeah. Um,
1: yeah, that's fair.
0: So. Um... The Choo uh, Choo and Mika are obviously married.
2: Yes. <laughs>
0: like the most two. Oh, these are immediately two married. Like a totally a married couple like vibes. Mm-hmm. Also, Choo Choo puts like a fucking socket wrench like through a goddamn metal panel, which is wild.
1: They just they just build them differently on Earth. <laughs> it's true. Yeah.
0: I feel like fa- like I like I'm pretty sure Chuchu Ch- could just 1v2 those two two girls just like pretty easily.
1: Yeah. Yeah, she's not fucking around.
0: No, not in the least. Um uh, oh, also I guess like, let's talk about Guel real quick. Uh this poor boy. <laughs> He's having such a bad time. Yeah. Um and also I, I like how we've set up uh uh creepy boy as like possible love triangle actually it's becoming like a love like dodecahedron sort of situation hmm. um cuz guil obviously probably doesn't i don't we'll, we'll get into this in, in in listener questions but you know like guil has some sort of something for siletta right and then mm. Creepy Boy is here, but like what are Creepy Boy's actual intentions? And then yeah. um uh Mirene got real defensive of her fake fiance there when Creepy Boy was making moves.
1: Yep. <laughs> yep.
0: Um also let's speak about M Me- room. Bitch, you live like this? <laughs> Like, I love how it's like, oh, a cute little garden and then you cut to where she like actually lives. And it's just trash bags piled on top of each other. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Just this feral child who's like let to allowed to just like roam this high school for no fucking reason.
1: Yeah. It's good stuff.
0: Um, do we also get no no yeah no we we don't get Lady Prospera in this episode um, I forgot to talk yeah, about it got, last time but we also got to see Lady Prospera without her helmet very like the, yeah. the show being like no no yeah they're the same pe- people don't worry
1: <laughs> yeah yeah the show is not trying to hide from the audience uh, what's what when it comes to this um, although I do going back to that, so interaction with her mom was just so cute.
0: Mm-hmm. Here's the thing: uh, when I watch the, I watch this episode, the, these two episodes for the first time with the English voice cast, I'm like, "Oh, Lady Prospera seems like a nice mom. <laughs> she has like, you know how she has that like." manipulative like uh egomaniac vibe when she's got the helmet on mm-hmm. yeah that vibe doesn't change with the helmet off in the and in the voice in the japanese voice actor damn <laughs> so i'm like oh yeah yeah she's obviously like an evil mom and now i'm watching it with the english thing i'm like oh am i have i been
1: interpreting this whole thing wrong <laughs> like <laughs> Only time will tell. But yeah, it was. It was still a a fun interaction, uh. At least, uh, at least as of this point, Suleta doesn't seem to have any mommy issues. So yeah, that's something. <laughs> um (laughs) as of this point Mm
0: -hmm. mm-hmm mm-hmm yeah because she doesn't already have some see that's what i'm like i i I do wonder i don't know i go back to like especially because like the thing that she says in that interaction like i'm increasingly thinking is like a clone or some shit Mm. you know what i mean it's that like you two are important to me. You're inseparable. You're my like dot da- that that sort of that line mm-hmm. feels very much like uh I I crammed my original daughter into the aerial, and this is a clone or something like that. You know what I mean?
1: I can see it.
0: Yeah. Um, what would an Utenna thing be? be without like your family causing you uh undue trauma
1: Mm-hmm.
0: oh also saletta's like pajamas right um look they they you cannot convince me that they are not like a callback to anthy let me show you Yeah, just <laughs> without yeah, the hair bonnet.
1: No. You're you're one hundred percent correct. So, <sighs>
0: um, the I like that, like. I like that the solution to to like Soleta was not able to like plucky protagonist her way through the fucking uh exam situation.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Like I like that she needed help and like needed people to stand up for her. And that like also it shows that like I think that, you know, while I think that like Meereen has like the best intentions, like she's not she's not good at people. She's, like, god-awful at yeah. people. Yeah. Um. And just, like, pushing Salette as hard as she can because, like, that's all she knows. That's all she knows how to do with herself. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So.
1: And it's also kind of interesting because, um, you know, she's, she's coming from a place of privilege, so she may genuinely think that they don't need anybody but each other. Mm-hmm. But, you know, she's very clearly wrong. Yeah. You know, they clearly need the community.
0: Right. And this is like it, it I, I like how they're setting this up is like it's not just like like Saletta and Mirene have like a, you know, a relationship where they're they're obviously like they see something in one another. Um, but they're mm-hmm. not like it's not them against the world. Um it, you know, solidarity is the thing that will let you rise up and cast off your chains.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: What I'm saying is I think the witch from Mercury might be communist.
1: I mean, I don't think you're wrong.
0: <laughs> if, it, if it, the final, like, cause I'm assuming there'll be a suit upgrade because, you know, Gundam, right. And she's got a new weapon. that's like a hammer and a sickle mm-hmm. <laughs> at the end of the fucking show. Yep. Um, That punch from Choo Choo is brutal.
1: Oh, it's so brutal. It's great. <laughs> the
0: animation on it where the girl just kind of stops moving and then just like flops over and dies.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: like a non-factor for the rest of this fight. Like... Uh, I, uh... there's a lot of, like, very obviously, um, a lot of the shine, at least in the first season that I've watched so far, like, when it comes to mech battles, is between, like, Ariel and, um, you know, other, whoever the fuck she's dueling or whatever, you know. by nature of the duel, the duel system. Um, but, uh, like, I'm hoping that, like, we get to see some, like, Choo Choo's are like second second pilot protagonist sort of situation in your Gundam teams. Um, So I would like to see more more of Choo Choo doing her thing.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I mean it's I'm trying to figure out how to how to words this, mm-hmm. but just just from the little bit we see of Choo Choo in the exam versus Suleta. It's like, you know, that they they have <coughs> two very different styles mm-hmm. of piloting.
0: Yeah. Like Suleta is very like like we saw in the fight against the second fight against Skill. She's not the she is not really a hand to hand combatant. Mm-hmm. Like she's primarily like ranged using uh, and, and that's where the Ariel's strengths really lie because like why would you have bits if you're not gonna f- if you're gonna fight hand to hand you know what I mean mm-hmm. And it really seems like it's interesting because the the bits for Ariel I guess because of the way the aerial system works like seem more in tune with the like wants and desires of Soleta than like the AI bits controlled bits were for uh Gules. Um mech. So I'm wondering how the inner like, you know, I I would like a slightly more explanation of the gun to interface that Celetta that has going on. Um but yeah, the um, But like Choo Choo seems like she's like, I'm going to get a I'm going to get a big heavy thing and I'm going to fuck you up.
1: (laughs) Mm hmm. All that pretty much covers.
0: I think that's G-Witch.
1: Yeah, that, that covers all my notes. Yeah,
0: it covers my notes, too. Hopefully, we'll get, I think as it gets going, we'll have a lot more to chew on, too. Though I imagine we're going to have a lot of episodes that are just like, the Gundam fight was cool. <laughs> so, I think as is the nature of a of a mech battling show.
1: Yeah. The, and uh, that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah,
0: yeah. I am so interested in, like, six years or whatever when um the Great Gundam Project gets to G-Witch. Because, <laughs> like, I know, like, um I know them, and I don't know if they'll like this show. <laughs> like, they're such, like, they're a little cantankerous, the two of them are.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: um Though, I don't know, like, the show's written well, it's got fun little characters. I don't know, like, I'm on the fence... Cause they re like shows that they've really liked. I don't know. I guess I agree with them too. Like the shows that they've, they've abysmally disliked were like Gundam seed. And I fucking hate Gundam seed too. Um, they didn't like the back half of Gundam wing, which initially I was like, what, how can you not like Gundam wing? And then I watched, was watching along. And I'm like, Oh yeah. All right. I see mm-hmm. it. It kind of does fall apart here. Doesn't it? um yeah they they don't necessarily dislike g gundam but it's also not their favorite but also g gundam is a whole thing and also there's a lot of racism in g gundam god damn is that show racist Mm. um i don't know if you've seen some of the gundams from g gundam
1: no
0: okay well we've got a new segment uh where i show august gundams from g gundam
1: oh god okay i'm ready (laughs)
0: All right, so. Sorry, let me find a list of the mobile suits. Here we go. So, so they all represent countries. I have to, I have to. Yeah, okay. Now you're, you're getting there now.
1: Uh Uh-huh. Okay
0: go with we're gonna start small here okay I'm gonna show you
1: okay
0: each week I'll show you two Gundams (laughs) from this show so we're gonna start off with Neo Egypt oh god just to kind of toe dip you in
1: Jesus Christ (laughs)
0: They also have great names. Um the so that one's called the Pharaoh Gundam.
1: Yeah. Uh, it looks like it is. would be called yep. the Pharaoh mm-hmm. Gundam.
0: Uh-huh. Um actually you're gonna get three because the uh I've got to I have to show you the John Bull Gundam from uh okay. from England.
1: <laughs> Jesus Christ. You know what? England deserves that. (laughs) That is what England deserves.
0: Alright, let's find one of the really bad ones. No, we're going to save that one for last. Oh god. Here we go. And this one's the one from uh, Neo... (laughs) From Neo Kenya... (laughs) Oh god. (laughs) The zebra gundam.
1: Oh my god. (laughs) What
0: August, remember, this is the one I was like, oh that like this is the secondary option after the one I said, oh that one's really bad. I'm gonna wait on it.
1: Oh god. (laughs) This is so bad. (laughs) Oh, this is so bad. Oh, this is so bad. <laughs> Somebody thought that was a good idea.
0: <laughs> the 90s well, were somebody's. fucking wild.
1: Oh, my God. Oh, uh, we did have a question. Yes,
0: we did. Let me let me get pulled up here. Um. <laughs> As I, well, next week, I'll hook up some more ridiculous fucking Gundams to show August. So, um, you, if you want to ask questions or talk about racist Gundams, please join our Discord. Um, the link is in the description. Um, you can also send us questions on, uh, on Twitter. Um, I do check it. Um but uh typically discord is the easiest way for us to notice it and then you get to talk to people too it's pretty nice we got a great discord um so sean i was asking about episode three um says uh someone nice someone's nice to Gule. uh one time he immediately proposes big gale energy right there
1: which is so true <laughs>
0: Does G.U.L. have like big Gale energy?
1: No, it's not that G.U.L. has big Gale energy. It's just even after they tuned it so the companions were less horny, mm-hmm. you still, like, all you have to do is like smile and it's like Gale approves, Gale approves, Gale approves, <laughs> Gale approves. Right. Like, you don't have to do shit for Gale to fall in love with you.
0: Yeah, that's what Shannon was telling me when she first started playing the game. She's like, God damn, these NPCs are so fucking thirsty. <laughs>
1: They've been nerfed. <laughs> like Shannon is is telling you the nerfed experience. Like <laughs> they used to be thirstier. Jesus.
0: Um, but San, Sean says more. Seriously, do you think Gil's feelings for Slit are actually romantic? Or is he just star for genuine connection that he confuses it for romance? I think it's the secondary option. Um, I think he yeah. might there might be a little bit of like. I mean, who doesn't love a woman who can kick your fucking ass too? You know what I mean? Um, can't blame Mm -hmm. him on that. Um, but like, I really think it's more like, this is the first person who's ever been genuinely nice to me. Like, I'm sure there are people who have like treated Guell well, right? But like, typically those people want something, you know what I mean? Um, Mm -hmm. like this is probably one of the few trans, like non-transactional relationship, like interactions that he's had with somebody. Um, in his like entire fucking life. And so I don't I don't think he's necessarily full on actually romantically interested in Saletta.
1: Yeah, he's just never experienced what friendship is. So he just assumed that it's uh romantic.
0: Mm-hmm. Also, she's already engaged. So like, you know, can't be double engaged.
1: I mean, you can,
0: but you can, but Um, yeah,
1: so but yeah, that that that's where I come down on it is you can be double engaged, but also, no, he just doesn't know what basic human decency is and conflates that with romance.
0: Yeah, pretty much. sorry i I glanced at the list of mobile suits i saw that one of the proposed mobile suits for neo-russia that did not make it into the episode into the show was um the cossack gundam wow oh god oh god christ the show Um anyways, <laughs> I've got to stop looking at G Gundam Gundams. Yeah. There's also I'll have to show you remind me to show you the robot horse from that show next week too. Okay. Cuz he ride like he rides a horse and then the horse also gets a mech. That's a horse mech. Okay. <laughs> so Um alrighty. Well, um how are things over in FTL Land August?
1: Um, we're about to go on break. Good, good, uh, because I am getting married, and I am not going to be able to do podcast things uh while I'm getting married, which reminds me we're probably gonna be taking a hiatus while I get married, Brian,
0: <laughs> and we can probably do things that like we'll just have a couple weeks' break we're we're so sporadic anyways, so like we got time,
1: yeah, yeah. We'll just, uh, we'll, we'll wing it, mm-hmm. but, um, yeah, we're, we're finishing up Ironsworn Delve and then going on break until November when we'll pick up with Wanderhome.
0: Nice, nice, nice.
1: Which was really fun.
0: Cool, cool, cool. Um, by contrast, the room where it happened is back, baby. Um, we're doing our dark timeline speed run situation that's been real fun. Everybody gets to see, um, I believe it was been Dirk. Somebody was talking about me. It was very, I think it is Dirk, yeah. It's like, it's funny to listen to Brian, um, be everybody, and I want to be like, I have a, I have a theater degree in... <laughs> I have a theater degree that's cost me more than my house. I better be good at it. I better be good at this particular thing. I got to be good at something. Mm. Um, <laughs> um, but it's been real fun. I'm glad everybody's getting to hear hear This this real dumb bullshit that I got into.
1: It's very good.
0: Did you see the, the screenshot of like my one of like a screenshot from the Elder County folder that I put in there?
1: Yeah, I did see
0: that. Yeah. <laughs> um, there's so much stuff in that one weird folder. It's where I put like if I need to make up noises or something like that, it's actually like the retaining pool for all of those like temporary files. But. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a, a good time. Um, also, Dumb Kids is back trucking along. So that's cool. Yep. Um
1: won't be for much longer. No,
0: three more episodes. By the time you're hearing this there will be three more episodes of Dumb Kids and then uh then I guess we're going to figure things out from there. We have like yes. Dumb Kids is probably going to take yet another break even though it just got back from break. Um while we kind of figure out the future of Dumb Kids. Though we've got some ideas and I think they're going to be fun ideas. I just don't want to go into them yet until we, we 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 finalize them. Yeah. But I I think people will be I think people will be pleased with the like the the proposed forward direction.
1: Mhm.
0: Um Uh
1: do you know what's going on over on Escafil land? Not a damn clue. Okay.
0: Um, they're probably doing fine. They haven't said any uh, it, anything otherwise, right?
1: <laughs> I mean, they recently recorded something. So yeah, I saw them recording. I so. don't know. Yeah, they're they're doing something. They're they're doing what they do.
0: Yep. So. It. Um. So, yeah, next time we're going to be watching episodes five and six Um, should be should be good. Looking forward to it. I like this show. This is a good show. Yeah. Like this is a good this is a good fun little anime. To be perfectly honest, it's trucking along like. A lot like. I like that. um, This is true about Western cartoons, too, that like. Seasons are smaller than they used to be, you know. Like you used to order like fifty-two episodes of a fucking like season one of a cartoon, you know.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And I like these kind of like much more compact and to the point kind of animes, where it feels like we're we're like all thriller, no filler sort of situation. Yeah, I mean, not like a filler, non derog like. Not that we dislike, I mean, again, as the Steven universe stands, we have a complex relationship to filler. Um, And I don't, and again, I don't think the Owl House has had like a quote unquote filler episode or anything like that. I'm just kind of thinking about like shit like Adventure Time. There's some like extremely filler, hashtag filler episodes of Adventure Time. Yeah. So... And that's just, like, the nature, like, you gotta, like, if you've, if you have an order for 52 fucking things, like, that's a lot of goddamn time to, like, space to fill, so. Um, and, I mean, as Adventure Time moved to more, like, a more serialized storytelling format, like, it's episode count dropped, too, you know? Um... But yeah anyways uh do you know who's um whose turn is it? I think it might be my turn
1: uh yeah it's yours okay. all right well,
0: dearest audience, I implore you to please be like Cookie Cat and propose to the first person who shows you kindness peace <laughs>
2: Okay